Hey, this is Thad Joyner, and you're listening to What Thad Thinks, the one and only podcast on the interweb focused solely on what I think. Proud that you're listening today. We are powered by Better Beans Branding, your one-stop shop for commercial and residential design, graphics, branding, construction, and remodel. Yes, capable of everything. Thank you for listening. Hey, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, hope you all had a fantastic Christmas. It's the day after Christmas, but we're still celebrating over here at uh, the Joiner household and at the What Thad Thinks household. Um, I hope all of y'all had an amazing Christmas. Um, I want to thank each and every one of our subscribers and listeners and uh, spreaders and sharers, um, all you guys that keep, continue to make this possible. Um, what Thad Thinks, powered by Better Beans Branding. Um, your one-stop shop for interior and exterior design, uh, graphics, branding, and somehow my phone rings. How did I not silence that during this conversation? No idea. Um, But your one-stop shop for branding, design, interior, exterior, um, and remodeling. Um, Big shout out to a lot of great customers um, around the country right now that are keeping us slammed. But uh, make sure to check out our website, uh, betterbeansbranding.com. I think you'll be happy. Um, and make sure to like, subscribe us, leave a review. Um, you know, uh, Neil and Katie Lee back at the Beans office are um, um, maybe a little behind sending out gifts. But if you, if you review us, you share us, um, we want to reward you. Um, and uh, we want to reward you and your small business for continuing to listen in and uh, trying to give you a little a few takeaways to help make your business more profitable. Um, so... Uh, anyways, uh, the uh, um, let's get started here. Let's bring on, um, you know, my favorite uh, Christmas partner, um, your least favorite guest, uh, Neil. Are you there? What's up with your phone? Um, That's like a 1939 ringer. Yeah, I kind of like that ring. I just disappointed that it happened right there in my podcast. I like that ring. At least I know how to use my, I mean, you don't even know how to turn off your notifications. I mean, it's like strange. You can't even turn it off during a meeting. This isn't about me. This is what that thinks. Then why did you ask? I just want to know what's up with your phone. It's, nothing's up. It's a great ring. What are you talking about? It's classic. It's just a very old school ringer. Are you feeling nostalgic? I have put that ring on the very first day I got my phone and have never changed it. Okay. Well, there you go. How was Christmas? It's kind of like Warren Buffett, wear a blue shirt and khakis. I don't have to think about it. I don't sit around and think about changing my ringtone. I have bigger beans to boil. Take out, boil on. <laughs> Cook away. Merry Christmas, dude. How was it? How was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. Yeah. It's still good. Still going. That's great. I think... Uh, it's a year we needed Christmas. wasn't exactly the same at the Joiner household this year. It was a little, some things kind of disappointing for Christmas. Such as? Well, I mean, you know, we're used to going like for Christmas style, going to see, uh, you know, lots of family. And I've got, uh, although my mom and stepdad did come over um, in the morning, there wasn't the big spend the night that they normally do. And mm-hmm. we didn't leave at nine 30 in the morning to go see 
my dad and cousins and brothers and sisters. Um, they weren't feeling good. So that was canceled. No big Christmas lunch because I didn't plan it. Um, and uh, no uh, Emily's family. We didn't get to go see them and um, nobody came to see us. So it was just limited. Um, I don't, I, you know, it, was it, it does, a- it does make you realize how much time with people um, is so important to what we, what we need. It's not the, the gift under the tree, right? You know, you didn't get to do the things with people that you wanted to do. The right. Well, you know, I think, uh, um, I think if, you know, you look at it this, this way, the God, I got a glare. I think glare is it's coming off your microphone. There you go. Yeah, that's sun, it right there. The sun keeps coming in a different angle. You know, the sun moves in the earth orbits. Just found that out. Yeah. Well, glad I could help you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody knows it's about the people, but when you really don't do it, it you know, I, I think I've complained a lot of years about how much we move and groove over Christmas and how many houses we have to visit. Um, I wish that we would have done that. Mm-hmm. Wish we'd have done that. But hey, you know, I do want to flash back to a uh, um, a kind of a lame, uh, you know, we had a lame Christmas party for Better Beans too. I mean, we usually blow it out, right? We usually go to have fantastic dinners, et cetera. Instead, we had like a low-key lunch. Mm-hmm. All right. We did have fun, right? Yeah. Was it fun? It was fun. Yeah. Fun, but lame. yeah, still kind of. Compared to what we normally would do, lame. Three steps below normal. Yeah. And I'm kind of tired of saying, well, that's what we do during the COVID year. We did what we had to do, made the best of it. I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay, whatever. I do think that people, you know, I love blowing it out for my people. Mm. So everybody has a good time and feels recharged and rewarded. But that's okay. It was still good. Hard to to get recharged. I mean, we just, we have to be intentional and maybe that, that wasn't intentional enough. Not it was a great, I got a great Christmas present though. Probably my favorite Christmas present, not probably my best Christmas present this year was the one you gave me. Um, guys, Neil gave me flight lessons, which is going to get me in major trouble. Um, because I have asked for those from my wife and children multiple times. Um, I fancy myself, you know, Maverick from Top Gun, you know, and, and, told I favor Tom Cruise quite a bit. Um, especially when I run Only in height. <laughs> height. I'm like six inches taller than that guy. Oh, I think okay. you're taller than that guy. Um but uh so yeah so no that was my favorite Christmas present. I somehow worked it into a conversation and I've been given clearance. So it's on. Although they didn't buy it to buy them for me. Flight lessons are on. So, so I'm ready. You are- you are going to fly by the tower, huh? I'm going to invert. Oh, there you go. That's right. Um, That's right. Great scene. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Can't wait to see the second one. Yeah. We'll see when they finally release it. Um, but yeah, so flight lessons are on. Are you going to take them with me? I am. I am. So we're going to take the... flight lessons together. There's That's no correct. way we're flying together. 
I won't ride in a car with you. There's no way in hell I'm. I, I don't a know plane that you should say will, no way. I mean, that's how anybody the fun. get in a plane with you. Will anybody yes. let you? Who? I mean, we have Amy. Will Amy ride the plane have with flown you? in planes with me. Will Amy let you fly the plane for her? Oh hell no. Would you let? I'm just Grace saying I can ride shotgun with you. Would you let Grace or Maya ride in the plane that you're flying? Yes. Really. Sure. Really, with I will not let your children fly with you. No way. I will call I defects. probably. I probably. <laughs> I believe that um, it's all about training and and testing yeah. and making sure that. Yeah, of course, it's all about those things. Okay. And you got drivers training, I'm assuming, through the years, and you have driven for, I don't know, how old are you? Fifty, like thirty-five years, and you're terrible at driving. You're a terrible driver. In, in fact, if we pulled 20 people together and said, hey, who's the worst driver you know? That's I mean, you will, get, you will win. selling for a long time. But the fact is, I'm alive. And no one, and no one is dead because of me either. Wow. So there are far wow. fewer. There. Wow. Well, listen, man, listen. That's going a little too far. If you're judging your driving skills based on how many people are dead because of you, I mean, that is a low bar to get That's over, a low brother. Bar. Yeah. Yes, I will be in a plane with you. Yeah, I don't know about that. But we are going to shoot some podcasts live from um, the planes that uh, Neil and I are flying. And, you know, who knows what they'll allow us to do. But uh, there will definitely be some footage in the coming months of Neil and I in the air, high above, um, showing, showing everybody our skills. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure from, you know, will be fantastic. You think so, they have parachutes in there? Okay, so look, I, there's there's not. Um, but I looked into planes to buy and planes that um, to, you know, back when we had the restaurant stuff going in Florida. And when I was, this was when I was extremely serious about getting my pilot's license, saving us some money. Um you know, not having to go to the airports and stuff like that, you know, and, and I did find a plane, a turboprop plane that was two engines. So I was trying to make this like acceptable to my family. So number one was have two engines. That way, if one blows, you still have some way to put put back to where you need to go. Um, number two was some sort of, you know, parachute system. Well, there's, there's a plane that wasn't too terribly, I mean, relatively speaking, not too terribly expensive. Um, that had a whole plane parachute. Wow. So if you hit it, then the parachute would deploy and the whole plane would land softly or softer. <laughs> um, I thought that was a pretty cool thing. That's, I mean, and it's not called a glider? It's a parachute. That's great. We have really poor attempts at humor sometimes. It's not called a glider? That sounds like a glider. A parachute sounds like a glider? No, I mean, the plane sounds like the a glider. Planes are gliders. I mean, you've got a lot of studying to do. I mean, a plane is a natural glider anyway. I mean, you're now talking about semantics here. No, I'm not. Go ahead with your parachute. I'm not talking semantics. That is a, a plane is a glider with a motor on it. 
So you're going to learn to glide regardless. You're going to learn to, to be coming in and cut your engines off and have to land. That's part of your, I mean, you, you've done no research. Don't even talk to me about this. It's a great Christmas present. Thank you. You're going to suck. You'll never pass. Um, that's where we're at on that. Um, so let's talk about amazing stuff coming for 2021. Number one is the, uh, um, that's already gotten started is this vaccine. I mean, are you, um, I, are you impressed? Are you fired up? I mean, what oh, is super, it? super impressed. I just haven't decided if I'm going to take it. Yeah, I don't I mean, I think I think you're in the same boat with a lot of people not going to take it um, or at least going to wait and see what happens to other people first. I mean, that's not a it's not a real fast and hard take there. I mean, that's pretty much where everybody is. Um, but that's a real popular opinion. Um, I guess I just want to say hats off to um, the companies um, that uh, and the scientists that produced a vaccine in record time that's unbelievable oh, it's, it's nothing short of a of it's, a technological marvel it's, it's unbelievable and and it also shows what can be done when the government steps out of the way and gets rid of some of the red tape that these drug companies and scientists typically have to go through mm. I mean, it this would not have happened without an administration removing those obstacles so um, whether you want to credit or like the current regime that's in office, you better take your hats off of them and pat them on the back for removing the red tape and bureaucracies and allowing private companies to do what they do, which is produce, which is why I love this show. It's because we've got so many small business owners and innovators and problem solvers on this, on, on this each and every week. Um, and that's what it takes, you know? So if you have, um, and if you ever want to know what I'm a proponent for, it's government getting the heck out of our way and letting us solve our problems. Um, so pretty damn amazed. Um, I hope those of you that are in phase one that um, feel compelled or will feel safer with the vaccine. I hope you get it. And I hope it all works out. And yeah, so congratulations on that. That was a big, big deal. You want to talk about uh, government getting out of the way or being in the way. Uh, we've we've mentioned it a couple episodes in a row now, but uh, now there's data, right? The, the U.S. Senate runoff here in our great state of Georgia, um, the the four candidates have now raised over 360 million dollars spent, and raised and spent 360 million dollars in a month, in 45 days, less than 45 days. That's a lot of money. And last week, you uh, you hated that. You were, uh, I'm going to continue to hate that. That's a ridiculous amount of money. What yeah, I, I don't think I agree with you. I've started to change my mind here. Um, I, a, that I appreciate okay. that it's being spent in our Okay, state. so you changed your mind. What was your mind to start with? Let's hear that. Oh, I bought into, I bought into the idea that it, no, there's no, re, there should be no reason to have to spend that. Okay, kind of so money. now what's your new opinion? Uh, my new opinion is, is that, uh, People have to know how to evaluate the people they're um, voting for. And so the, the way to get that information out is through the media. That costs money. Okay. So let's, let's, run, that, let's run that back real quick. So, so you think these flaming ads are giving people accurate information into the candidates that they're voting for? Hmm. I mean, really? 
I mean, it's like showing of- snippets of showing snippets of the bad things that the other candidate thinks about them is a good. It's, I mean, that's what you're getting. That's what you're paying for. That's one. I mean, number two. Oh, no, the, listen, money. Number two. Money's also no, no, being no, 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 no. You already got to talk. You already got to talk. You already got to talk. Go ahead. Ask me this talk. question. Okay. So, and when is it? your responsibility to go find your own information as a voter always so why does the candidates have to spend so much money flaming the other candidates to the tune of 360 million dollars in 30 days neil i'm sorry that is one of the most irresponsible pieces of spending i could ever imagine $360 $360 million? I mean, are the American people, are you just numb to numbers? I mean, $360 million. How many people do you think you could feed with that? Oh, fuck. an entire state. Many. $360 million. Let's just say a, a, a poor family, a poor family somewhere needs 20 bucks a day to eat. Like a bait, like basic meals divided by 20 we could feed people for a hundred you could feed 180,000 days worth of families and you would rather inform voters about some flaming speech so that their opponent made i mean you're an idiot you're an idiot no. if you think that's good you I- changed your mind to, to an idiot you went from a halfway intelligent person to a complete idiot that thinks three hundred sixty million dollars is good spending. Listen, nobody can argue against that. That's not that's not the argument. Of course, that is my I, argument. That's exactly my argument. It's the one I made last week. I'm making it again this week. That is an insane amount of money that could be spent so many so many better ways. Yes, I don't doubt that. I'm all I'm saying okay. is that the all you're candidates, saying is what? the candidates have an uh, or. We you brought it up. You said three hundred sixty million dollars. They have to. They have to buy. They have to buy media to inform voters. That's what you said. That's what yes, you said. They have and to I buy media it. to inform voters because voters are too damn lazy to look it up themselves. Should those people even be voting? That they have to buy media. That's the only. That's what you said. That was your words. They have to spend money on media to inform voters. They do. I didn't say they're informing. Them they well. do. They couldn't. They couldn't knock on doors. They can't. That, that's put, part of the. That's part of where the three sixty goes. It's part of all of their strategy of getting the vote out. Right. And that's what's important: getting the vote out. Get getting well. Why is that so damn important? Well, you need you need enough of a population. Why do people? Vote, let me ask right? you that. We'll back you up one more step. Why do people? Why is it such a big deal that um, both Republicans and Democrats say uh, to get out the vote? Why is that so important? If you think they're doing that, but let me ask you this: There's two things. Do you think they're doing that because they a think it's very important that all Americans vote, or b that it's important for them to get their base out to vote for them because they think b. they win if they get their b out, their vote out? B. B. So why are we spending so much money to saying get out the vote? Are we doing it because it's a great to participate in the process, or which is what the the BS they feed everybody, or is it really because they just want to win? Because they want to win. This is horse shit. Bad language. This is horse crap. No no kids are watching. Go ahead. That's not true. I know some kids that watch. I apologize. 
Um, and for people that didn't want to hear that language, I also apologize. Um, I will get fired up about this with you anytime you want. I can't believe we're bringing this back up. But the, the fact that $360 million spent repeating the same ad, same five ads basically on a loop is ridiculous. And the fact that you think that's the only way to get, uh, I don't even, if that's the only place that someone's getting their information, then I don't want that person voting. Yeah. You're, I I don't have an argument. You're wrong. You're, you couldn't be more wrong. You couldn't be more wrong. I think you're just justifying an expense. Maybe you just took this side just to stir me up and get me mad today. I don't know because there's no logical person. I mean, I can't know if I could call any logical person that would tell me, Oh yeah, that's, babe, that sounds about right. Let's, let's spend, we still got two weeks left. I mean, let's spend, it's an import- let's spend a half is- a billion dollars. What do you mean? It's important. What, what it's do you an mean? important election. So yeah, it's feeding it's- people. What well, do you yeah. think is more important to the daggum poor person? poor person that needs help right now the 360 million dollars or like getting 20 bucks to eat tomorrow eat tomorrow would you rather feed one person or send 50 bucks to your candidate i mean how much money did you give to this you think it's so damn important neil how much money have you given Uh, big fat zero shut up then yes yes shut up it's not even your money you're saying it's good to spend my money on an election or something? I mean, what's wrong with you? You could not be a bigger hypocrite. Do not debate me. Pick a different You have subject. taken this completely the wrong direction. What, what do you mean? You just sat there like, like these snobby elitists. And that's exactly, yeah. You sit there like the elitist high one. on the hill. Uh-huh. That what? Telling people what you think would be good money spent while not forking out a dollar. You're a hypocrite. Uh, True. Hypocrite. Moving on. There's no way. I mean, nobody here, nobody, (laughs) please send me an email. If you think that that's well money spent. So we'll we'll, we'll get a few hundred. The way you're spending it. No one can. And no one better beans, branding.com. Send me an email. Let me know if you support Neil in thinking that a half a billion dollars should be spent on the Senate runoffs um, in Georgia. No, 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 no. It's the last last word is what that thinks. That's it. Last word here. You don't get the last word, Neil. So whatever you say, we're just going to go back and do it again. Say it again. You're trying to reposition your stance. You're like in a tug of war and you're getting jerked and you're getting drug and you're trying to say time out so you can stick your feet in the ground. You're still going to get drug again. So even if you stand up right now, put your feet in the ground and try to pull again, you're still going to get tugged into the water. You're on the wrong side of this. You're on the wrong side and you know you're on the wrong side. You have there was a reason why you took the stance you did. You talked to somebody that pulled on your heartstrings that allowed you to think that it was that justified this expenditure, and you're wrong. It's the same thing. All the all the all the people that are raising money for this from other states, like California, keep your money. New York, keep your money. Quit sending us money for these ads. It's selfish. It's crappy. Spend some money on your own streets. How about New York instead of sending us? I mean, there, there's something like. $30 million or something that's come in from the state of New York for this election. Hey, keep your 30 million and go help out some of your restaurants you closed. Okay. Way more important. I can agree with you there. 
No, you can't. You can't back up now, dude. Oh, wait. So, I'll, I'll, I'll put in 10 bucks. How you still want to talk. You still want to talk because you know how wrong you are. I mean, I, you, could, you couldn't be more wrong. Anyway, get me off of that. I'm mad now. It's terrible. You are. Um, hey, look. I got um, two weeks ago the Cleveland Indians – Cleveland's Major League Baseball team changed their name or, or announced a na- that they were going to drop the Indians from their naming. So what I want to know is uh, who is the next professional sports team to go down that path of changing their indigenous people's name? Well, I mean, first off, I mean, I, I, I'm, maybe I do want your opinion here. I mean, does – Cleveland Indians bother you? I mean, you're an Indian. Wrong kind of Indian. But you're an Indian. Mm-hmm. So does it bother you to be ever going, man, that's offensive as an Indian? <laughs> huh? No. But I don't I don't Is think that, it, I don't need a but. I just wanted to know that question. Like you're you're going, like, listen, Neil, you've got to you've got to be better today. Like you are way thinking that your opinion matters more than it does. Like, I just need you to answer my question. You just asked me a question. I know, but I didn't need the, I didn't ask for the why. You know, oh. I asked you if it was offensive to you. No. Thank you. God almighty. You're, you, th- you, you go to the why because you think that's what I want to know, you, but I don't. I will ask you everything I want you to know. Everything I want to know. Everything I think our people want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one surprised me because the Cleveland Indians it does not it doesn't seem offensive to call a team after some people that lived in that area Indians I don't know um, so I am guessing that to answer your question mm-hmm. that over the next 20 years every team that is named after a group of Native Americans will be changed. You're not answering my question. What was your question? I thought that was your Who's question. Who's the next? Okay, well, I, but I thought I took a much bigger take than that, telling you that I think every team will change their name. Every team named after Indians, Braves, Chiefs, Seminoles, across this great country. Um, all of them will change their name. Mm-hmm. And, and, I don't, and so many of them will change their name and have no idea why they're changing their name. I mean, it won't what? be because it's offending someone that lives in their area. I mean, what do the Dodge County Indians in Georgia do? I mean, like, do they have the kind of budget to change their name? Who's going to pay for it? I don't know. Them? Uh, we, we do rebrandings for people all the time. And look, this could be great for our business. I mean, we look, we've talked about it at Better Beans and we have um, the ability, you know, obviously we have a, you know, a, a creative group that um, helps companies change their names, helps um, teams with their, helps teams with their branding. Um, this is right up our alley. This could be a huge money grab for us i mean i don't want to call it a money grab but i mean we think we'd be the best if you're changing your name and cleveland indians if you're listening and you want to tag this or cleveland no name or whoever you are 
um, I think we would be phenomenal at changing your name and we'll probably charge you a whole heck of a lot less money than the marketing company you have. And we would probably do a better job. Um, I know we would do a better job. So if you're listening, um, any of you that are listening, let us know. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I think from high schools, I mean, that's where there's going to be some big money taken from the pro programs, but, um, and even colleges, somebody's going to charge Florida state a billion dollars to change their name. And then all the signage everywhere. I mean, think about that. How much signage is there? Massive, massive. It's going to be huge. Um, Money that's not going to scholarships, by the way, or not into new learning programs. It's going to be going into name changes. Um, Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's the brand. It's important. Uh, Could set the tone for them for the next. It wasn't important. Um, So are scholarships. Mm -hmm. So are giving chances to kids that wouldn't normally be able to afford school. Again, I know you would rather spend the money on, you know, ad buys for John uh, Ossoff in Georgia. Let it go. You know, you could. You don't like to be reminded how wrong you were, but you know how wrong you are. I can't why wait. Do, for you why to, do you think I would spend money on John Ossoff? I mean, you just because I didn't say I'm that. Liberal? That's just one yeah. of. Well, he's part of the three hundred sixty million, is he not? He is. Okay then. Yeah. Moving on. Um, okay. So yeah, the next one to change their name. If we're talking about professional sports, are we going colleges? Uh, you could go either way. I think our audience knows them both, knows them all. Uh, well, no, because there's going to be some minor one do it next. Step let's out just on go a limb. professional. Give me both. Give me no, both. No, no. no, let's go professional because I think what you're saying, what you, there's going to be some minor schools will be next. Some minor college will be next. So let's skip the those. That I think that's too too broad let's go the one that all of our listeners would know and the next one will probably be i mean i think you're down to just the chiefs and the braves uh chicago blackhawks and the blackhawks well hockey's not really a major sport but let's do that it will not be the blackhawks although in chicago seems to make sense I don't think it'll be the Chiefs. I think it's Braves or Blackhawks. Mm. And the Gwinnett Braves already changed their name, their AAA affiliate. Yeah, to a nonsensical. The terrible, the stripers. Looks like strippers. I cannot see strippers. They paid a quarter million dollars for that. It's just the worst name I've ever heard of. Um, Braves or Blackhawks? I mean, hockey people are pretty ingrained in the old. I mean, they're that's some conservative folk. I'll still go Blackhawks. That just sounds. I mean, I don't know. That's not even. I don't even know if that's that's offensive. I'll go Braves. I'll go Braves. Braves change their name next. Wow. Okay. There you have it. Yeah. Braves are on the clock. And if Better Beans gets the business, I'll be happy about it. And if um, if not, I'm going to be very upset. The Braves change their name. <laughs> very good. Honest. Uh, hey, look, so this is the time of year. People have got their stuff unwrapped from under the tree. They're getting ready to hit the stores with returns. How about some small business returns for 2020? Huh? Small business. What do you want to return that you were given? Well, I already returned my disaster relief money. How about that? Let me take that back. 
we didn't use it. Um, and I don't know what you mean. I, I don't know if I even like this question. This is kind of a dumb, not very well thought out question. Small business returns. What do you want to return? And what do you want to return, Neil? I want to return everybody's attitude that 2020 sucked. Huh? Uh, I mean, it, it's not a given. We weren't given that, but I think that everybody kind of chalked up the attitude that 2020 was just. Who's a, everybody? Did I? Well, it seems that that. Uh, Did I? Well, you're not everybody, no. And I'm, I'm not, not everybody, everybody either. I'm a nobody. There, there is a re, there's a regular voice online that says, "Can't wait for 2020 to be over." What a crappy year for small business. Well, it was. Yeah, but you can't you can't wish it away. It is what it is. You can't return it, and you can't wish that. Well, you just is. said you wanted to return it. Oh my gosh! I mean, you. There's a reason why this is not what Neil thinks. I have tried to give you a platform to talk about a couple things today, and you have bombed. I mean, did you just crumple bombed. up? What did you just crumple? I didn't up? crumple up anything. I turned my page because I don't want to talk about that stupid thing anymore. You can't return 2020. Um, I mean, I, yeah, okay, if I can return 2020, I get rid of COVID and everybody lives happily ever after. Well, that's kind of lame. So It's also lame to say you're, you're, you're going to return an attitude and then tell me you can't return an attitude two sentences later. So that was ridiculous too. So we're going to move on. It was a bad question. You have those. It's fine. You, did a, you had some good questions. Um, you know, that one was bad. Bad. We might we might can develop that for you later on. I do not ever want to hear you talk to me that again. That was just bad. We're moving on to the new year. Um, you know, maybe it was too many Christmas cookies uh, for you yesterday. I don't know. I know this glare is killing me today. I'm going to get up and get up in this business. Oh, that's better. Um. But uh, yeah, so let's move on. Um, thank you, Neil, um, for those great topics that you brought up today um, and your hot takes on uh, $360 million. A fantastic take. Um, we're going to move on to uh, 2021. Um, my topic today, uh, I really want to talk about goal setting for 2021. Um, maybe um, one of the most important things, if not the most important thing that my mama ever taught me. Um, was on goal setting. And uh, from the time I was a young boy, uh, at the beginning of the year, we set goals. And um, I know most of you are thinking about those right now. You may be thinking about New Year's resolutions. You may be thinking about goals. You may be thinking about um, all of those. So I, I do want to talk about this and some steps uh, that you need to be taking um, as you get ready for uh, 2021 and, and really setting yourself up right. Hopefully, y'all are tuning in. You got a few days before the new year. Hopefully, you know, a lot of you have a few days off or you're going to be slower at work for a few days. It's a great time to be getting this done now. Do not slow up or take the pedal off. Put your pedal down on setting goals and getting ready to go. So um, you have to have, when we talk about goals, you have to have some finish lines for your own happiness and well-being. Like, so we talked about, I think it was last week, that people that feel good about themselves produce good results, right? We talked about that with Jessica. Maybe that was two episodes ago. People that feel good about themselves produce good results. Um, you need finish lines to feel good about yourself. The human, uh, humans have a basic need of, 
a comp of, of knowing when they accomplish something or not. Right. And so when you actually accomplish something, you actually finish a task, you actually accomplish a goal, you feel good about yourself and you don't need the pats on the back from somebody else. Right. So it's very important that you set goals for yourself and your company. Right. Um, it's also very important that your people set goals and that you set goals with your people. Um, or, or assist them in setting their goals and that you know their goals because if your people are accomplishing things they're feeling good about themselves if they're feeling good about themselves they're they are what neil um, they're oh, successful no. huh successful they're more productive they're producing they're happy they're producing they're producing results because people that feel good about themselves produce good results that's what i just got done saying two weeks in a row you're not paying attention today neil What's wrong with you today, Neil? I'm writing. I've told you before, sometimes you write and you don't listen. Oh, man, I, you're mad at me right now. I'm sorry. Again, thank you for your Christmas present. Really excited to get to play with you. Move on. Uh, so, look, so, yeah, so make sure your people are setting goals. I also want to add another one. You know, the Joyner family will, in two days, set our family goals for the year. Um so you business owners out there, you've got to set your own goals and your own company goals. Um, you need to make sure you've set goals with your people. Um, and uh, I would add that, you know, the most successful people out there are also setting goals with their family and teaching their family this valuable skill and habit for as they go on. So, look, I'm not fancy. Whoever thinks I'm fancy. You think I'm fancy, God, Neil? No. I'm not fancy? No. No, not fancy. So we're going to be really basic with how we do this. But, guys, that's that's the idea. There's nothing fancy about goal setting. Um, and so I'm going to tell you some steps for setting goals, okay? Um, I'm going to give you some great steps for setting goals. Um, number one, you need to figure out your priorities. And when I say your priorities – I mean, it's a great catchphrase in the business world right now. But it's really like your core values, not your company's. What are your core values? And have you done that exercise for yourself? At, at my house, we don't call them core values. We call them priorities. And maybe it's just because it's easy for my family to, um, or it's just the way we set them up, you know? And, and we kind of set up, five although we could we've we've added six or seven but there's there's really five priorities or the top five priorities um and for our family it's god country family schoolwork school or work i'm sorry school or work um commitments and then friends which would be six right and if we added a seventh it would be health all right. So I think we've gone we've gone as deep as seven. But a lot of times we just talk about the top five. But it, but when we set goals, we kind of go to seven, which which loops in health and, and friends as well. So and what I mean is that those are the those are how we filter our decision making process. You know, um, the most important thing in our life is our God. Um, and, and our second most important thing is our country. Our third is our family. Our fourth is work or school. Um, our fifth. Um, are our commitments, which are things like sports or volunteer work or, you know, anything you've committed yourself to that's above and beyond, you know, work. Our, our sixth would be friends and our seventh would be our health. 
Um, and those are how we kind of set our priorities. Those are our core values. You may have different ones. You may have them in different ways, just like every company has a different set of core values. That's the way we do ours. But those priorities means those are the things that you need to set goals for. Okay, so first it's, an under, it's it, you know, I'm going to give you some steps to set goals. You, you need to have your own home core values, your own priorities. Um, and if you don't have a goal set for each of those, at least one goal set for each of those, then how are you going to be better or attack those or make sure those priorities stay in line throughout the year? It's pretty simple. Kind of a simple way to kind of attack your goals. Now, um, a lot of people just come in and, you know, they kind of just set a health goal for the year. And they set a uh, work goal for the year, and then they call it, they, they call it a wrap. And I, I just think it's important that you've approached all of them. Um, so do that. Then the next thing is, hey, look, you've got to have um, – and, and we'll, I'm not going to – you've got to set SMART goals for each of these. Now, what's a SMART goal? Most of you, you can Google it. You can look it up. It's not fancy. But it's basically just saying that your goal is going to be specific, which is the S, M for measurable, um, a for attainable, R for reasonable, and Tim uh, or relevant, and T for timely. Um, and so what that means is it's specific. So, you know, it's not I'm going to be a better person in 2020, 2021. That's not very specific. Um, you're not going to know if you reached it. It's not going to be a finish line. You don't have that. You need to be specific. Um, the next one is, the, is it measurable? Um, you got to have it how it's measurable. You can't measure whether you were a better person. Right. I mean, you, that's not going to work. You can't measure, um, you know, if I'm going to lose weight in 2021. Well, I mean, OK, if you lost a pound, did you reach your goal? Um, you know, you've got to have it measurable. It's got to be something that it matters. Um, the next one is attainable. You can't say, um, you know, I'm going to make a hundred million dollars in 2021 if a hundred million dollars is not attainable for you. Um, Maybe a couple of our listeners, that's attainable. Um, but it's not attainable for most of us, so get something that's attainable. Um, the next one, is it relevant? You know, so does it matter? And does your goal really matter? Um, make sure it's that. And then make sure it's timely. Make sure it's got a start and finish line. You know, in 2021, by June of 2021, by March of 2021, uh, make sure your goals are in smart format. And I would make sure that you had those for each of your priorities or each of your goals. Um, each each of your areas you should have a set of smart goals um you following along there neil yeah taking notes taking notes taking notes you've never heard this before once or twice <laughs> we talk about this all the time i'm afraid i'm just afraid you're gonna fall asleep during this i'm good good deal um so yeah so now let's just talk about work ones here real quick. You know, and I'm just going to get there as, as you get to work. When you get to your work ones, hey, keep it, keep a lot of this basic. I mean, look, you don't need more than a few major company corporate goals. All right. The rest of the things are action steps to reach those goals. So you need a goal, a goal for sales or revenue. You need a goal for profit. And then you need maybe a special project or two that you want to accomplish. Everything else that you want to do, like you want to, follow your marketing plan. Well, that falls under sales. You know, I mean, any of these things, you want to hire a new salesperson that's in sales. You know, you want to hire a director of purchasing or something. I mean, that goes into a profit. So pretty much all your other action steps of things you have in mind for this year are going to be how you accomplish um, 
um, are going to be your action steps. So the first thing is to get great smart goals for your priorities. Um, you know, however many of them that you have, Joiner family does seven, right? So everybody else, you know, you could have three, whatever your core values are, that's what you should have. And each of those should have good, smart goals. And for your business ones, keep it basic. You need some sales, profit, and a special project or two. Um, the, uh, and um, the next thing is to have measurable, smart action steps. Now, this is the part that no one wants to do. This is the part we screw up, right? Everybody puts down they want to lose 20 pounds in 2021. I mean, that's like a popular one. Lose 20 pounds, lose 10 pounds, lose 5 pounds, whatever it may be. Something silly. Everybody has that, right? Um, nobody puts the how. Now, I have a globe, um, and I can put that I want to go to California on Thursday. But if I haven't set my goal, if I haven't got an action step that says book flights by tomorrow or um, drive this direction, um, leave at this time, then I'm not going to get there on time. I better have action steps yeah. that I can execute. This is the part nobody wants to do. It's real easy to dream. Oh, boy, I'm going to make a million dollars. Okay, how? Everybody here can make a million dollars. Everybody listening to me either has or knows they can make a million dollars next year, but they can't make a million dollars if they don't get a roadmap as to how to get there. We talked about that, and I think we already talked about it on this call, to, on this, on this too as well, is that so many people don't really begin with the end in mind when they set a goal. So if your goal is really a million dollars, you better start backing up and figure out how you're going to make a million dollars this year. You can do it absolutely, 100%. Everybody on this call can make a million dollars next year. But you better put a how, how, how much money a day you got to make, how much money a week, how many deals you got to close, what, you know, you better figure it out. And then if it's okay, well, I got to close a deal a month. Okay, well, how? How are you going to close a deal every month? How are you going to close 10 deals a day? How, how are you going to do that? You better figure it out. Don't just set the goal. Don't just give me the dream. You better give me the dirty action steps, too, the thing nobody wants to do. It's more important than the dream. And maybe that's just because I'm a grinder. I mean, I grind. I can grind. I can grind better than anybody. I believe that. But you better. It's more important than the dream. The grind is maybe more important than the dream. You want the million dollars? Let me see the person that can plan their way to a million dollars. I'll show you someone that's successful. They, they know how to get a plan and grind that plan and be disciplined to that plan until they accomplish their goal. This shows whether it's just whether your goal is just is something that you really want to accomplish or whether it's just a want to. It's just a dream. I don't want you to write dreams. I am not some... You know, I, I'm sorry. There's a couple of people I know that are listening to this, love to do these dream sequence things. I don't know, that, that love to listen to their people's dreams. I do not care about your dreams. I care about what you're willing to work for. I care about your goals. Your goals are things you're willing to work for. Your dreams are things you're willing to sit on the couch and hope happens. I want to know what you're willing to work for. It shows that. And just remember, it's kind of like if, if then statements. If I do this, then I will accomplish this. If I run five miles a day, I will lose 10 pounds. No doubt. You want to lose 10 pounds this year, Neil? 
Okay. Why not? I don't want to work for that. No, no, but uh, play along. You want to lose yeah. 10 pounds? You wouldn't sure. like to lose 10 pounds? Um, sure, sure. I mean, maybe okay. a little bit more, actually. Okay, so if you wanted to lose 15 pounds, okay, and if I said, okay, we'll run three miles six days a week, take you 30 minutes. That's it. That's all you have to do. If I run three miles a day, if I run for if I run for thirty minutes a day, six days a week, in twenty twenty one, I will lose fifteen pounds. Absolutely, you will. Everybody on here knows that. You know that. So, we will find out if you really want to lose fifteen pounds or not. Correct. I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying that's that's a fact, right? That is a fact. Yeah, you will find that out. So these goals that you're writing, these action, and the reason we're doing these action steps and these goals that you're writing should be a series of if-then statements. That's how you got to think about your action steps. If I do this, then I will accomplish this. That's just a fact. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. I mean, I try to tell, I'm trying to tell my idiot son this, my 14-year-old, and if any of y'all have had 14-year-olds or have a 14-year-old now, especially a boy, then you know they're idiots. Um, mine's no different. Um, I have told him that, I mean, really, he's on restriction right now, so I'm going to tell you all this. He's on restriction. He doesn't get um, his PlayStation or apps on his phone until he completes his to-do list 14 days in a row without me reminding him and without his mama reminding him. He's just got to go 14 days. That's it, two weeks. This started at the beginning of December. He's on day zero. He's on day zero. He has made it as high as day eight. Right? So, it's, so, and he has not gotten them for now three weeks? That's correct. Mm. Yeah, because he's an idiot. He gives in and, and, and decides, oh, my gosh, I forgot to get my laundry done. Okay. Well, <laughs> buddy, I can't help you. If you would have made a plan in the day, if, like I've told him, all you have to do, if you wake up at 7 a.m. every day, that, like when it's not school, if he wakes up at 6 a.m. during the school year and writes a plan out for the day, what he's going to do each hour, and then goes and executes it. If he does that, he'll make it 14 days. If he doesn't, he won't. So the, the fact that he has not done that, done what he's Done what he knows would make him successful. It means he doesn't really want success. Most of you that are listening that aren't as successful as you want to be, it's because you really don't want to be successful, not that successful. If you wanted it, you would do it. Period in discussion. That's it. We live in the or greatest country in the cave. world. Or greatest country in the cave. world. Neil, greatest country in the world. USA. America. No doubt, no doubt about it. If you want something, you can have it. All it takes is you to put the actual action steps into place. Were you going to say something, Neil? I asked you if you thought he thought that he, you were going to cave. Oh, I don't think he thinks I'm going to cave. I think he just, they just don't think forward. It's just like everybody else. They don't really want success. They don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. I got a text from him. Maybe he's in the other room listening. Listen to me. My son just sent me a text of what something he finished. He must have heard me yelling. He uh, how do you feel? Me. What's that? How do you feel? What do you mean, how do I feel? You just called him an idiot on national television. This is not national television. This is a live stream. And he's sitting here. You want to come talk to the people, Neil? 
Trace? Oh, Neil is online right now, and he's a, he says that he asked me if I feel bad for calling you an idiot. Do you think I feel bad for that, Trace? He does not think I feel bad. I do not feel bad. He knows I do that. Love him. Yes. What? No, I, I know he knows that. When you have a 14-year-old son, let me know if he's an idiot. You're not going to have one, but like if you're going to have one that's like trying to like kiss on one of your daughters or something, and you'll realize that you have idiots. There's idiots out there. Do you remember being a 14-year-old boy? No. Really? I do. I was an idiot. Anyway, um, the idea here is – I can't hear you. You went on mute. That's fine. Oh, you're talking to somebody. Unmute, please. Yeah. No, don't worry about it. This has been a very bad call. This has been our worst podcast yet. No, 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 no. Yes. No, we've had worse. No. Well, who? Which one? I have to go back to the tape. Yeah, you don't know. But this is our worst one. We've had phone calls, mute sessions, a cuss word, um, not going well. Hopefully, we're, this is our last one of 2020, so we can we can, you know, chalk it up to the uh, to a bad year. But um, anyways, so the second step, the first step is you know you set your priorities, set your goals, right? You set your smart goals for each of your priorities. The second one's your action steps, why they're so important, right? Because that's the real work. And remember, just don't write down your dreams. Write down the things you're willing to work for, the, the action steps. Make sure they're smart format as well. Um, the third one um, is people's biggest weakness. The third item is follow-up. Right. Um, I don't know a more simple way to tell. Like, I would love to grab a group of 20-year-olds. Like, just give me a group of college students, and let me tell them how to be successful. Follow up. Ninety-nine percent of people in this country do not follow up on anything. Like the people that follow up are successful. They don't. I'm not saying this. Like I honestly mean this. I am not a very smart person. I am not very educated. I am more successful than ninety-nine point five percent of the people in this country simply because I know how to set goals and I know how to follow up. I'm not smart. It has nothing to do with intelligence. It has everything to do with discipline and grind. Be the one that follows up. And it also shows that you care about your people. Like if you're so everything that I said to do is something you I told you at the very beginning. You're supposed to be doing with your people, you're supposed to be doing it with your family. It shows that you love them. It shows that you care about them. I tell you every show, show your people you love them. It's the most important commandment God gave us. You show them you love them by following up. Their goal is important to you. Their success is important to you. Your success is important to you too. So how do you follow up? I mean, again, 99% of the people do not follow up. You're going to be able to beat 99% of people in this race of success in life simply by following up. Number one, you read and reread your goals. Do you have a regular time that you read you read and you reread your goals over and over again? So do you read them every night? Do you read them once a week? Whatever. Do you read them on Thursdays? Do you read them Sunday nights? Do you read them in the morning before you pray? Whatever it is, whenever you figure out your time, get a regular, repetitive time to be disciplined to, to read and reread your goals. I say that. You better have that time 
once a month, once a week, once every two weeks, every Friday, to read and reread your your the people that work with you or work for you or your family. Read and reread their goals. What can you do to help them be successful there? Follow up. Don't just write your goals this week and stop. Follow up. And you're not just reading the goal. Follow up on those action steps, those little, those little things that help you be successful. Number two, you get an accountability partner to help you with yours. Find somebody that's following up on you. Number three, you set up some rewards and reprimands along the way. Many goals that get accomplished. You can, some of this can be living, breathing document. Number four, look, add some action steps if the ones you're having aren't working. And the fifth thing is, it's not a do. This is a don't. A quit. Quit renegotiating with yourself. Put some real thought into these goals at the start of the year. Some real thought into your priorities at the start of the year. Some real... You know, if you're putting that real thought, the real time into this, don't get into March and renegotiate your goal. Don't say, oh, you know, I really wanted to lose 20 pounds, but you know what? 10 is going to be fine. You're just giving yourself excuses to lose, man. Don't do that. People fail in this country over and over and over again. Because they don't set goals. They don't have reaction steps they're willing to grind out. They don't follow up. And they always give themselves excuses to lose. This renegotiation is a constant excuse to lose. Can't stand it. Don't do it. Let 2021 be different. Not because we have a vaccine and COVID's, and COVID's over. Let 2021 be different because you got your priorities right. You've set your goals in the correct way. You've, your people have set goals. And y'all are helping each other reach those goals by actually following up. So that's it, Neilio. You're on mute again. I don't know if people are yelling around your house or whatnot. Pretty much. Okay, that's fine. But uh, I appreciate you joining us. Again, Merry Christmas. Thank you for your real hot takes on spending and stuff today. And uh, I'll say uh, goodbye as we get into everybody's favorite part of what that thinks. Hey, listen up. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it. Um, Senator Rand Paul, um, it was a pretty, uh, uh, you know, whatever, it, whatever you stand on politics, had a fantastic, uh, 12 minute speech. Um, uh, I think it was Christmas Eve on the latest round of stimulus spending. Um, and he just railed Republicans, um, um, on it because so many people talk about this. Um, they talk about maybe socialists and Democrats being the ones that are spending. And then all these Republicans um, just voted for the, all this spending as well. So if you don't know, we sat, passed a uh, $900 billion stimulus package. Um, Americans are all going to get $600 or, you know, some of them get $2,000. It's just a bunch of government spending. Um, I, you know, whether you agree, disagree with the stimulus, whatever. Um, most people agree with it if it's going to benefit them. They disagree with it if it doesn't benefit them. And that's just the hypocrisy of an American. Um, however, 
I want to talk about something that I want to be on y'all's minds. The deficits and the debt, I do not want to bore you, but the deficits and the debt this country is racking up are not able to be paid. I want you to understand, in 2020, the U.S. government took in $3.3 trillion in taxes. $3.3 trillion. But we spent $6.6 trillion. That's a $3 trillion debt load we took over. Now, I don't know about your house, but if you spend $10,000 more than you, ha- than you take in in a month, and now you have to start paying interest on that credit card or whatever you put that money on because you spend it, so you must have spent it on a credit card. If you put $10,000 on a credit card this month, you've got to start paying about $1,000 a month interest, which is about most people's house payment. I don't understand how we think this is okay for our government to do. Right now, 300 and whatever million people in this country, our share of the U.S. debt is $136,000 a piece. And we're paying interest on it. That means my family of four, our portion is like $540 million dollars Sorry, $540,000 is our family's portion of the debt. What are we doing? When you agree to these $6,000, these $600 payments, these $2,000 payments, this $300 million to Pakistan or whatever else piece of pork barrel spending's in this deal, every time you agree to something, you are telling our children, because I am probably going to die with never paying that money back, right? But at some point, our children are going to have to pay, meaning either we go bad on the debt and our bonds turn to crap and we go right back into bread lines, the value of the dollar is low, like all these horrible things. There's no way you have to stop the spending. We have to balance our budget just like you have to do in your house. You have to. We need to pay the debt down. Who's going to bite the bullet? And if you keep agreeing to all these government programs that, that in, increase spending, then you're basically saying that you want your children to pay your debts. That's crap. And now they're talking about guaranteed income. They're talking about reparations. We're talking about eliminating student debt. With what? We don't have money now. You can't just print money without devaluing that money. Guys, crazy. We have to balance the budget. We have to make the government work the way all our, our, your family has to work. It's what's fair. The way your business has to work, it's what's fair. And we can't keep saddling our families with that debt. I'm willing to pay my portion of the debt right now. But I'm in a lucky situation. I'm willing to pay it. But I don't want to pay. I don't want to keep paying. I want to be done if I pay it. That's my movement. I pay my debt. I'm done. But I. But only. only if we balance the budget going forward and only if we pass an amendment that the budget always has to be balanced, we can't keep spending. Talk to your congressman about that, guys. We've got some major problems facing our country over the next 20 years if we don't get this, if we don't get the deficit under control, period. End of discussion. Anyway, hey, I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us. Um, I hope you have a great new year. I hope you set your goals. Hey, look, email us. Um, email me if you have any questions. Thad at betterbeansbranding.com. Um, please.
please subscribe to us. Please let us know what you think about the um, our show. Let us know if you got a guest that you'd like to see. Um, and call Better Beans and let them know um, if you need their help with branding, remodeling. Um, as you're growing your small business, Better Beans will be an awesome vendor partner for you guys. And uh, appreciate it. Happy New Year. See you guys.